Hello, I'm Paul. And I'm Scott. And welcome to DC and Proud. Hello everyone, welcome to the third episode in our Batman Begins Again season. We started with Batman the movie from 1966, moving on to Batman 1989, and now today we're doing Batman Mask of the Phantasm from 1993, directed by Bruce Timm and Eric Radomski. It stars Kevin Conroy as Batman, gotta love Kevin Conroy. We got Dana Delaney as Andrea Beaumont, Hart Bochner as Arthur Reeves, Stacy Keach as the Phantasm, and Mark Hamill as the Joker. Very good. Good Tough. voice cast. Yes. Good voice cast. Very, Very good. good. The originals. Good. Pretty much the originals here. Hasn't Batman just died as well recently? Yes. Yes. I think it was it's probably like last year now. Oh, it? is it? I don't oh, know. Okay. If it, do you know when sometimes it feels like it was recently, but then it's just like yeah. it was ages ago? I'm going to check. R.I.P. It was last year, 2022. Damn it, damn yeah. It. yeah. Time flies. Time flies. It's got a plot description of Batman is wrongfully implicated in a series of murders of mob bosses actually committed by a new vigilante assassin. Nice. So I've got some smack trivia for you. Okay, lovely. Um, The 1941 film Citizen Kane served as influence for the flashbacks due to the story being about loss and the passage of time. Okay. Which is quite... Interesting. Mm. Mm. Okay. I not, not, not a good movie. I don't like that movie. I don't understand why it's a staple. Yes. To many people. It's a bit overhyped. Yeah. I agree. Sorry, guys. Sorry. We like Batman vs. Superman, though. This is DC and Proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the Joker shoots the robots in the World's Fair, the sound of them winding down is actually the sound of the Millennium Falcon winding down from Star Wars Episode Five: oh. The Empire Strikes Back. Interesting. Considering it's like... This is Warner Brothers as well. And just as we're clear, I've never seen one single Star Wars film. Oh, yes, you wouldn't know. So I haven't got a clue. So for me, it's from Batman. Okay. um, Most of the movie is based on the graphic novels Batman Year One and Batman Year Two. Mm -hmm. The flashback to Batman's first night of crime fighting, donning the jacket and the ski hat, is parallel to book one of Year One. The design and the concept for Phantasm was derived from the Reaper, who is the primary villain of Year Two. I've never, I've never read Year Two actually. I've, I've read. I don't year think one. I have either. We're going to be covering we Year are. One. Yes, we but, are. Um, yeah, Year Two. I've never, I've never actually read that. Interesting. We are DC and proud people. We are. Yes. We yes. Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny enough, Hans Zimmer worked in the music department for this film. Okay. Um, however, obviously, he would later compose the Dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. and also Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Of course. And obviously, this is a spoiler episode. Yes. We're going to talk about yes. It always spoilers. So, Andrea took self-defense classes, and can take on Bruce Wayne, right? Correct. Keep a sharp eye because you notice the Phantasm does the same throw on Batman that she did on Bruce Wayne. Oh. When do they? When did the Phantasm and Batman even fight? When he chased on the rooftop? On the rooftop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Mm. There you go. There you go. Well, I'll be interested to see kind of your take because you have never seen this before. I have not, no. So it'll be interesting because I pro- this is probably like the third time I've mm-hmm. actually seen this. So, Does your opinion change each time? 
it's always been the same. Right. My opinion's okay. always been the same. Interesting. But I wonder because now that I know the story, I'm just I'm interested to know how how uh, how big of a shock maybe the mm -hmm. twists and turns are on this okay. for you. And uh, let's just start there. As a film, what what did you think of this? This is this do our first impressions. So as a film, I thought it was very good. Okay. I uh, I'm a massive fan of the Batman animated series, TV mm -hmm. series. Yep. Um, so you know, same elements and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I the big reveal at the end, I saw coming anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I was actually more surprised to see Joker. Yeah. Then find out who actually was Phantasm. Because I yeah, feel like yeah. I don't. I I felt like it was very obvious. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because there weren't as many characters. Mm -hmm. it, it's quite a small niche group Absolutely. of characters that you can focus on. Yeah. And I feel like that made it a little bit too obvious. Yeah. And then her fighting and being able to fight and her backstory with her father. I was like, it kind of reveals itself. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think so. Definitely. But I did enjoy it very much so. Mm. So I, I I enjoy it too. Um, I feel exactly the same how you felt. Mm -hmm. So it is because it is such an enclosed story. There is, is not many yeah. <laughs> ways the story could go unless you suddenly believe that the the dad's just alive and he's suddenly going to appear yeah. in the end. But then that's not really a twist. And I also just... feel like Batman was just a pawn in the story. He wasn't mm. really. It's not a Batman story. Yeah, it's yeah. more of how. The phantasm became who she was. Yes. Not Batman or anything to do with him. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I know you got the beginning of how he started and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like his first um, vigilante chase and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the story was is her story, not yeah. his. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can't, I do like elements from this story, so... I kind of like the struggle of Bruce Wayne of whether he should carry on being Batman, mm -hmm. whether he can leave this life and just be happy. And I, th I think the thing about the Joker, like I, f I forgot the Joker was in this. Cool. I forgot. I mean, and, I had no clue whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So, and when you see him on the steps when he's not the Joker, I was like, oh, there's a little. Th is that is like, obviously I've I've seen the animated series, so yeah. I can kind of see like the design of the character looks ex exactly like him. And I was thinking, is that just a little tease, or are we actually going to see him? Like again? A little Easter egg that's yeah, like planted. In I can't there. actually remember, but um, I think because they introduced the Joker, it kind of just shows you how much you kind of want to see the Joker more than you want to see the Phantasm. I agree. In a way, yeah. Because I don't think the Phantasm as a character is that strong. No. He, like, it is a bit corny. I don't, <laughs> in I a way. don't understand how it moves. And, like, yeah. I know theatrics and stuff like that and the, the gas substance yeah. that it, like, around, but I don't get how that moves it from one place to another. Yeah. And helps it I jump. Don't. And Exactly. So let's just, let's just tackle the phantasm, seeing as we're talking about them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether you thought this, but. <laughs> Immediately when I was watching, and when he's talking to the first, um, we're saying Chucky. he, Chucky, we're saying yeah, 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 Chucky, we're saying he, but it's obviously clearly Andrea, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is actually a she. But um, <laughs> when he says, "Yeah, I want you, Chucky boy," I was like, "This is like Scooby Doo." 
<laughs> just like a Scooby-Doo villain. I, I could see that. Yeah. It just feels... Yeah. And it feels like one of those unmasked kind mm. of things yeah. towards the end of it. I, exactly. I, I understand that completely. And and all like the theatrics as you say, like the smoke and everything. And while I was watching it, I was like... Because you know, like, they're trying to shoot it. And yeah. it's like the bullets almost going through it. And yeah. I was like, is this like a projection? <laughs> I couldn't quite remember where no. it goes. And they don't really ever explain it. No, they don't. It's just like, oh, she, she has smoke on her feet like a smoke machine on yeah, her feet or something and then oh, there's, there's a bit with um, the other mobster in the graveyard mm. and you're meant to believe the smoke pushes over the statue because the smoke all comes up and yeah. around it and yeah. I just I don't understand yeah. if if it's is she behind it pushing it or is this I imagine she's supposed to be this yeah. gas doing yeah. it I don't know but, <laughs> but I just think I think the over theatrical nature I know we're in a universe where a man goes around dressed as a bat but it's like the over theatrical nature of it and just the fact this this thing keeps appearing yeah. in front of different people it just felt very very scooby doo yeah <laughs> it's like... and i think that if you're if you're paying attention to the story you know these people were involved with her father mhm you i you clear i clearly knew her father was killed by all these people yeah and i was like well this is a vengeance thing isn't yeah. it yeah so I, I it makes got, it too I, obvious. It, it does make it too obvious, and because there is such a small mm. array of characters, it's just there's and only most, one person it could be. Most of the characters are mobsters. Yeah. So it's like there's not many good guys that can end up being. No. Yeah. And it's like they try to do the red herring with the dad, but because the dad hasn't been introduced, I don't think that probably would have been even of a worse payoff yeah, than true. it being Andrea, because it's like well. He's just suddenly appeared now, and now he's the villain. It just wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been a good payoff for me. No. But I, but I do like the way that it kind of mirrors Batman about they're both on a path of vengeance for their for their parents. Yeah. And one goes this way, one goes that way. They're just they're just focused. Like Batman never kills. They they this the first time mm-hmm. in the films we've done so far. They're actually doing what Batman should be doing yeah. and not killing people. That's true. Gordon even says it in the film. It's like they they're trying to blame him. It's like no, Batman doesn't kill people. So, but then the Phantasm or Andrea, she does kill people. So it's like I like the the understand of this. There's two forks in the road, and one character's gone this way, one character's gone that way. Yeah, for vengeance. Basically. Definitely, it's nice in that sense. Yeah, I, guess. I understand that. Definitely. Yeah, the flashbacks to how Bruce became who he is, um, his struggle with being wanting to be that hero and also putting people in danger. I think that was actually quite good and quite a great way of showing it. Um, but I think she served her purpose, but I think it I think it was made too obvious that mm. she was yeah. Phantasm. It's like, yeah, because why is she here? You're yeah, not just here just for the love story. not just story. for the love story, no. Yeah, there's something more about you. There's there's a reason why you're actually yeah. here. I, don't, I know at some point you said, is this a story about incest? Because because I was like what trying to watch it while being interrupted so many times, and I was like I, I almost thought at one point I was looking at two separate women, and I thought uh, when she was having dinner with the counsellor who is Arthur Arthur, but yeah. old friend or oh, old yeah. foe. Oh, it was almost the assistant of the father. Yeah, and but I, he was in bed with the mob or something. Yeah, and I com- I completely missed the fact that I thought they were brother and sister just meeting up, yeah. and then all of a sudden he starts to touch her hand and kisses her in a scene. And I was like, uh, I don't think animation Incest. is going to go into Incest this. This is the villain of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I waited until it was quiet and I rewatched it from the. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, no incest involved. No incest involved in this one. <laughs> Nicely enough. Yeah. I, I, I found it funny, the uh, the introduction where you first see Bruce and Andrea meet each other, they're at the grave, and Bruce... Bruce, is, is, you talking to me? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you'd talk to me again. He's like, this, this no, woman's not talking to you. Stop keep to asking that. It's like, it's walk away. It's like so adamant. Oh, you're talking to me? Oh, It oh. was It was quite... I mean, some of the writing was a bit cringe. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I have to say, one of my favourite lines, I think, was... I've got two, actually. Is Alfred going, I pressed your tights and put your oh, exploding yes. gas balls away. <laughs> we got to talk about Alfred, because I think he's great in this film. And uh, the other one was, how's the bat bashing? Better than your love life. Oh, God. <laughs> Between him and Arthur. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's, that's a fucking burn. That is Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, but I the writing was a bit clunky and not my favorite i think i i don't i think it was done in a way to move the story along quicker yeah. but also not to make characters seem so difficult to understand and for their for, for the story to be easier to understand for mm. people rather than making it more difficult yeah which is probably why they didn't include so many characters yeah for sure yeah i do like the fact that there's not many characters but yeah it does make it too obvious yeah definitely you know and Joker's in it. I didn't. Joker, you know, I didn't even know. Didn't even know. Forgotten. Love it. Yeah. Um, this this move on to to Batman. Let's talk about the big man himself. Okay. Um, I love, like, I know we've spoken about Batman eighty nine. We talked about Batman sixty six, and how I think Batman eighty nine. The suit's very clunky. It's hard for him to fight. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Batman sixty six. Then that's not the kind of <laughs> Batman we're looking for. Tight this film. <laughs> I love the the first scene we see him in is he Batman crashes this meeting yeah and he's like he looks like a threat he's he not doing like theatrics no he's literally like just yeah. destroying everyone in that room and I think it's wonderful just, table over yeah to flipping the flipping table a, over flipping a guy over to the table and then just stamping on the table yeah. to make sure he's actually <laughs> yeah, unconscious not out yeah like I think it's it's a great way to see the the um the complete control he has of the situation but then also the the kind of clunky lack of control he has when it when we go back to the times when he's first starting out yeah and he's trying to find his way i kind of love that kind of sloppy yeah kind of batman when he's trying still trying to find his on feet the it's nice. truck and mm, yeah mm. at one point when he he's, he's on that truck he's smashing the windscreen of a hammer Yes, he is. It's yes, like, he is. Yeah, he's using tools like Batman would, but just to see him use a hammer, just not carved into a bat yet. Yeah, That's just smashing the windscreen of a hammer. Wonderful. I love it. I, I like that he's he um does a bit of detective mode on this. Mm-hmm. He's he's like investigating some. Chemicals. You like that side of Batman, don't I love, you? You I love, love the detective side. I love of Batman. the detective yeah. mode. Detective mode. Detective <laughs> mode. That's yeah. me going back to the Arkham games. <laughs> detective mode. But um, yeah, it's. it's I like it. That's my kind of Batman. I love like the the gritty down down on the streets kind of Batman. Yeah, it's nice. I like that. Yeah, we see this journey of him kind of figuring out who he's got to be, and struggling with the fact that can I just be happy in this life with not with no love, mm-hmm. with no love, like move away from Andrea. Eventually, and he gets this this sign of the bats coming out of the ground where he realizes this is a. A sign of fear yeah and i love that moment when he puts the suit on and like alfred looks at him he's, he just goes like oh and my Alf- god you can there's a, there's a sense of um you could tell there's a sense that alfred is petrified of what yeah. he's become what or he's what become, he's like yeah. he probably he knew 
he was supporting him through this, I don't know, this vigilante thing, you mm. know, in his head. But um, it is the like look on Alfred's face. Almost like he had to get out of his system. Yeah, the look on Alfred's face when he puts the suit on. Because you don't actually see him in the suit. You, you see Alfred's mm. reaction to mm-hmm. it. And I think it's so well done. Mm. And I think that's the moment Alfred's like, shit. <laughs> There's no coming back from this. He's... Maybe I've pushed it too far. <laughs> I, lo- I do love Alfred. Yeah, in this. I, I, Alfred in this is He's so good. sassy. He is sassy. He's very, very sassy. I love the moment where you, um, <laughs> he walks into them twice kissing. Yeah. And he like slowly backs out of the room. It's just like, he's almost like the comedy relief for this film. Yeah, exactly. Just of how... That just reminds me of that meme of Homer Simpson's backing oh, up yeah, in the hedge. Into the hedge. <laughs> One one other thing of Batman that I really liked, just because the kind of creativity and just ridiculousness of it, was when he's, I can't remember where he is, but the police are coming after him. Mm-hmm. And he, you see like the cape and it's it- grappling and it's going across the sky and the, they're shooting it. Yeah. And it's like a workbench underneath the cape. And it's like, how inventive. How, I mean, why not? <laughs> It's so ludicrous, but it works. It does. It worked for me. <laughs> what a way to trick people. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, before we go on to another character, I just want to say, like, have you, you watched the Batman animated series, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. I just, for starters, I just love that kind of, the style of the animation. Yeah, it's so just beautiful. It's, it's striking. I love it anyway. But I really like the opening where it's like a 3D oh, you're version going of the it. city. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks so great. And it's like, they did this, like, one frame at a time. So I think originally that was meant for the animated right. TV series, yeah. but they've used it in this instead mm. and never used it in that. Yeah. But I thought the great. introduction was extremely... So well done, and, like, the score surrounding it and stuff like that was mm. really, really good. Which, also, I didn't realise there's... Uh, the music was by Shirley Walker, mm. and... I've known that name for so long. I, di- I didn't realise she was so big in like animation and stuff like mm. that because I know her because she did the first three scores for Final Destination. Oh, okay. And one of my favourite slash films, Black Christmas from mm. 2006, which was actually her last film. Um, mm. and what, that's- she, what, she died? Yeah. Okay. And that's why I know her. Not because of all the animation stuff that she's done, but because of more the you horror see, yeah. slash stuff. You see the name come up in credits yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I, I love the score from like Final Destination 3 and stuff yeah. like that. And it yeah. just, I, as soon as I saw her name, I knew exactly who it was. And I was just like, oh, oh okay. Here she game. is, showing up. Okay. <laughs> Lovely stuff. And the music is so The music great. is really good. It's very gothic. You can get like this like um, choir kind of like singing in, this, yeah. in the opening as well, which is really nice. One of, a thing like, I... I'm a DC fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's why we created this right. podcast, really, to be honest. <laughs> but this is the first time I've ever really actually noticed that the intro for Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and Batman 89 are not the same. <laughs> are they not? No. Oh. I'm they're like, they're, they obviously, they're, they're made by the same guy, right? Yeah. So there's... There's like a feel of it, mm-hmm. and it's they've taken sections from the score, but it's not the same. Well, I did not know that. I just I tell I, I I just need to take this off air right now and just show Scott just because <laughs> I need to understand myself that it isn't the same. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> anyway, Scott, what are your thoughts? Yeah, they are different. Yeah. I thought <laughs> they I don't were the think same. I've ever noticed that. Yeah, 
they're just so similar and they use the same kind of keys and the same kind of like sections of the of of the intro to Batman 89 that it feels the same but it's not the same yeah and I, I because I've just heard them together yeah they're totally different they are totally different that's I don't know why I thought they were the same but there you go but they 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 nothing work in like, harmony. With they each do other. work in harmony. Yes, nothing to do with rights or anything like that. No, did it? no, no, because no, it's it's what's his name? Um, Danny Elfman. It's Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman did the animated oh, series, then. but he but he used like other sections from the theme rather than the exact same theme. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, it was a wonderful theme regardless. And just just one more thing about Bruce Wayne, I remembered. Um, I really like the whole playboy side of him in yeah. this one because you can see he's really playing up to it it's a bit like like a uh, christian bell does in in the dark night you know when he's like goes into the pool with the girls and he's like in the in the middle of the restaurant that's batman begins is that in the batman begins it is. okay that's because i've just watched <laughs> yeah there you go uh so like it but feels yeah, like that kind of yeah. that kind of bruce wayne where he's kind of this is the personality he's created yeah. batman is him because you've got you've day. got that whole sense of uh he's at the party he's got three girls on his arms yeah. he gets a drink thrown in his face by yeah. another girl because she didn't call him back or whatever yeah. and you yeah you can sense that whole he's just not with it he's no. not enjoying it he's not no. like he gets a drink in his face hit his own party yeah no one looks up yeah and he just walks off and then we get the yeah. bat bashing line yeah <laughs> and this is this is like his disguise this is batman's yeah. disguise yeah and I love that as soon as he gets behind a door, you just see him pressed against the door and he's like, oh, he's like, can't finally drop this facade because it's just like, he's got to put this on just yeah. so no one can finally figure out he's actually the Batman. Yeah. Great. Great stuff. I do have something to say about the whole, when Batman goes to his grave, um, his parents' grave. Yeah. I've never seen a character click that Bruce Wayne is Batman so quick I in know. my entire life. I know. <laughs> it's because, yeah, she... She just sees Batman next to the grave. Yeah. But I guess if you spent... They must have had a, a long time together because they end up proposing. True. So You're looking at the same person. Yeah. And she must get a sense of who this guy really is deep down. He can't put on the facade this whole time, can he? But yeah, she instantly like, yeah. Bruce? Bruce? Bruce is Batman? Bruce. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Get it, girl? Yeah, yeah. People, people look at this guy's face through the mask for years and they don't know. know who he is. <laughs> if only they look at the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about Arthur. Yep. He's he's not really anything I, in this film, I really. I was going to say. Apart from an incestual brother. To... <laughs> look, we'll get over that. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what happened to him at the end. He I he can't... gets uh, given the Joker toxin. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually scene. like that scene. That is really that a really great scene. Yeah. So I do remember what happened to him. Yeah. Really, uh, like you can see the pain on him when he's yeah. when he's laughing. This is the only good thing he does in this film. Yeah, that's true. He's pretty dead up until yeah. that point. Yeah, really. yeah. Um, he's just a, another romance for yeah. Andrea, isn't he? Really? Yeah. But um, that whole scene is incredible. Really good, and it's it's quite terrifying. It's, yeah, it's really well shot. It's, it reminds me of like old Japanese anime. Mm. like some of the horror stuff that yeah, I watched yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's that good mm. it's, yeah definitely and how like the doctors sedate him and then he's just sitting there quietly quietly and then you just see Batman creep in through the yeah. window and he's like ha 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 he just can't it's, it's really, it's like really hysterical like, 
on the edge. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's so good. It really works well. It does. Whoever whoever voiced him did a very good job in that scene. Maybe we should <laughs> shout him out. Let's shout out the guy. His name is Hart Bochner. Hart Bochner. I don't know. It's Bochner. Well done. B o c h n e r. Bochner. Well done, Hart. Hart. <laughs> good on you. Well done. Uh, should we just talk about Joker? I was wait- waiting for you to do that. So yeah. yeah, please. Um, I kind of feel like they've almost filled in the gaps or automatically expect you to think that it's going to be the same origin as Batman 89. Yeah. Because it's, you get this this like gangster who's working with the mob and then suddenly he's this outlandish Joker. So there's something in between. Yeah. And I feel like it's played out in in the background. It's played out the same way as uh, Batman 89. I understand that, yeah. Mm. But he even, even to the point of he's got this same killing joke look and he walks in to he kill does. the boss there is there like is, Jack Nicholson does yeah there's a point where his face is so close up yeah and a killing joke is all that came into my yeah, head because yeah, yeah. I feel like that is exactly the same yeah. print as what it was for mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and uh, I liked this incarnation I, I like I like most incarnations of the Joker to be honest I mean Mark Hamill is one incredible just that voice isn't he it's, I think he's got better the, the older I agree. he's got I agree just that raspiness of the yeah. voice I love I love even more you could tell that it was like a fresh yeah. Mark Hamill back and, in. You know, he was he was having fun with it, and like yeah. the whole bit with the where are they based? The World's Fair. The World's Fair. So, interestingly enough, you go to it in one of the I think it's Arkham City. You go to the World's Fair, and it looks exactly the same. Really? Yes. Nice. It looks great with all those like robots and yeah. just like the the future of of Gotham in this in this place. It's really rides like that creep me out as well, mm. where you just hear the same song through and through. Mm. Mm. Hey, small world. It's a small, small world. It's a so small all I have in my head is uh, Duff Beer for me. Duff oh, so beer you're doing for Simpsons you. now. I, I can't know. give you any Simpsons references. <laughs> just, it's just in my head constantly, that rhyme. You need Adam here for a Simpsons reference. I know, reference. I know. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> He's not listening. What are you no, about? true, true, true. It's too corporate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the Joker's robot home. Yes, I do. I like, like his wife. Yeah, the robot wife. <laughs> robot wife. Who suddenly wakes up and yep. stops coming. And then just does whatever she wants. <laughs> She knows how to attack people. I know. Fully fully automated robot. But I think that just it, it showed that he he creates images in his mind of mm. what his surroundings and life should be. Mm. And I think that's actually quite sinister and that could be quite scary. Mm. And I, I do like the fact that you um when the mob boss comes to, to comes to visit him and you don't see how the end plays out between them two, but yeah. then you find him. He just—he's been given the Joker talks. He just there left yeah. at the house. It's like, oh, doesn't he plant a bomb in the house? I think he's a bomb in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. I, I love that cynicism. It's so that, dark. That's again where that's another good scene where he, uh, I think it's is the, the phantasm pulls mm. the sheet back and the camera goes straight into his face and it is like that Joker yeah. killing joke kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, he's holding a bomb, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. I, that's like the scenes like that with the darkness, and mm. I, I really enjoyed. Really, mm. really did. Speed, but the thing, wh- where's where's the good stuff about the phantasm? True, that's very true. It's all it's all the Joker stuff that's the striking yeah. stuff for me. And um, I, <laughs> I like when uh, Batman finds the pictures of the all the mob. Mm. And then he sees the Joker in the background. Yeah. He draws. He draws the smile of him. Oh, it's the Joker! He just does one, one red line. line. <laughs> That's gonna just change it. My my feelings of who this person is. Funny, weird. That is good. I like the end as well. It's like a it's like a Godzilla fight in the in the the city. You know, they go they go to like a 
a oh, small the, the world's fair, aren't they? Yeah. And they, it, it's the smaller got, version of Gotham. Yeah, and he's got like one of the buildings on his head. Walking yeah, around. and then I think there's one point. It just he he's just standing there above all these towers, and all these planes are coming in at home. Mm. And I just thought, is this another version of like King Kong? Yeah, like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just all little toys. Yeah, and, and doesn't he throw his cape around them? Mm. collect them all in a cape bash them down and then he just goes and then throws the cape back on yeah and it just merges with the back of him somehow yeah. like, <laughs> it's like fine metallic yeah, like, or something yeah, I don't know yeah, or magnetic yeah <laughs> um, but I, I think this is like where you realise well because because Andrea just disappears like the Joker realises who she is all along and she gets like struck down and then just comes back yeah. at the end just when she wants to blow she wants to blow the place up and hold yeah. on the Joker with him I think this is where you realise like well the Joker was the big bad all along yeah I think that's like, really I, I, I don't because obviously Phantasm was only going after the mob mm. like an anti-hero there's no, yeah there's no I mean we've already got one of them mm. <laughs> it's mm. Batman I, I feel like you don't necessarily need the mask of Phantasm around mm. Mm. You know, it's just all right. You kill your mobsters, all right. I'm just going after the bigger fish, all right. Yeah, that's it. And and as well, I just it just doesn't really satisfy me. Mm. Like finding out it was her. It's like because it because it's so easy. I don't know whether just because it's so easy to work out who it is. Yeah. But it's just like okay. Yeah. That's who it was. It's literally like the Who Done It films that you you guess straight away. Yeah. And you're like. What's the point? It's like, well, it's only don't worth you even the, dare. It's only worth the journey. I'm not <laughs> going to say. You even I'm dare. not going to mention Scream. Don't you dare. <laughs> it's only worth a, a mystery. Is only worth it when the mystery is clouded, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, it's just obvious all the way through. Yeah. And I think that is where this film struggles. I think it. Basically. I think you're right. I think, I think it struggles in creating the story for the Mask of Phantasm, but I. And like, you know, all Bruce's um, flashbacks and stuff, which he only gets when he stands in front of the picture of his parents. Yeah. <laughs> which Reminiscing. Nothing, which are nothing to do with his parents, all yeah. these flashbacks that are going <laughs> yeah. on. Um, I think I think that's, it struggled because they needed to figure a way how to shoehorn her in, mm-hmm. in part of his life, to then build her into the Mask of Phantasm. But I just don't think it was executed very well. Mm. I mean, I get I get the idea... So it's basically a whole metaphorical way of showing what Bruce Wayne's vengeance could be, but what he decides to be. So it's like he could have gone this way. Yeah. He could have gone on a on a murderous killing spree like she is. He could go off, marry the woman of his dreams and just forget all this past. But he kind of finds the balance between them both and and decides I'm gonna Yes, I'm gonna sacrifice my love life. But I'm going to do it in a way that means that no one else has to suffer the loss of a family member ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's that. what it is. Yeah, that's it. And that's what it is. And I think it's just... I think the scenes with Bruce Wayne and Batman are good. I think it's just when all the other stuff comes into play. I mm. think it just doesn't gel as well. Mm. I have to mention one of um, Andrea's burns because it, it was oh, absolutely yeah. brilliant is the only the only one in this room controlled by their parents is you. Oh, God. 
I was like, oh, <laughs> careful Christ. now, careful. Close to the bone. Don't forget, you kick each other's ass. You know. <laughs> uh, we haven't mentioned the Batmobile. I think the animated Batmobile is really beautiful. You don't really see it that much in this. I was just about to say, I don't, re- don't remember seeing it at all. You see it in the 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 future Gotham, the future of Gotham, the world. What's it called? At the world's the fair. World's fair. World's fair. I'm sure it is. World of the future. Is World called. of the future. You see him looking at this car. Yes. And and she's like, "Why are you so transfixed?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just thinking." I can't remember what he says exactly, but that is the Batmobile. Interesting. I must admit that. I think it's in a different color. It's not in black. But it's a, it's a great looking Batmobile. Do you want to know something absolutely stupid? Yeah, go on. You know, um, it cuts to them on a ship. Mm, yeah. At the end, mm-hmm. I thought they were on the Titanic. <laughs> Imagine that was a twist. <laughs> That's what I thought it would be. Imagine. <laughs> Batman <laughs> sitting that far back. <laughs> she, she'll never see her again. She's dead. It's mesh two of my favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. That was a bit of a cheesy line in there, wasn't it? Yeah. But she said, I can't remember. She says, do you want to be alone? No, someone says to her, do you want to be alone? And she says, I am. I am. Yeah. Looking off into the distance. Well, I yes, mean, she looks like she's about to jump. Yeah. <laughs> throwing, the, throwing her necklace into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> no, she left it in the cave. She did. It was Titanic. I see. <laughs> see? <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Definitely. Yep. Um, I gave my rating first last time, so you can give your rating. So I, I've milled over this a lot. Yep. Um, and I think the elements that I enjoyed didn't really outweigh the issues that I had mm-hmm. um, I think it could have been done better and don't, don't get me wrong because I know this is a, a people a, love, people this, love film. this film yeah, people think it's masterpiece yeah and I'm not coming for any hate or anything mm-hmm. like that it's just it's a personal opinion mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it was executed as well as I would have thought um, so it's going to be a five for me oh god I didn't realise you'd go that low <clears throat> oh my god just because I felt like the stuff that I wanted it wasn't done and I thought it was just too simple and I guessed it straight away so that's fair enough if that's what you go for you're gonna go for yeah. I, I think I still think it's good I give it a seven seven <laughs> yeah make me out like villain <laughs> Jesus you rated it <laughs> you rated <laughs> it Joker <laughs> well I just expected more I I expected more as well so, but I still enjoy it. Make me out to be really harsh no, right no, now. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's fine. It gets a, a solid average six out of ten. Oh, fine. That's fine. That's fine. We both weigh each other's averages out. I mean, but people are going to hate hate us. Oh, no, I, I forgot it because they, they love this film. I know. Um, well, it goes <laughs> straight to the bottom of the list. Batman the movie, 1966. Wow. Because I had more fun with that one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I had more fun with that film. I still give it a seven. <laughs> You and your bloody sevens, honestly. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought they were both good. I know, I know. So yeah, solid six. Average six out of ten. Uh, sorry, guys. Sorry. I think you, you might have hoped for more, but that's what you're getting. I mean, we're being honest. We're being honest. Being very truthful. We still sounded like we liked it. Yeah. And I did like it. Scott didn't. <laughs> it just the bad outweighed, all right? I can't, I can't help it. Absolutely fine. Okay, so... That's it. That's the that end of that it. one. Um, next episode. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes, yes We yes. are going to the first in the Nolan trilogy, and we're doing Batman Begins. 
One that everyone always forgets. Yes. I'm, I'm, we've got a lot of stuff to say. Yeah, I, that, I, I, the, sure. the next podcast, everyone, is going to be about three hours long, just yes, so you know. probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk about it. Very exciting. So that would be an exciting thing. Uh, but first of all, before we finish the episode, we have got a question from one of our listeners. It's from Sean Panda Nicholson. And he says, what is your favourite DC graphic novel? You can answer first. Okay, well, I'll answer one. first. So, my favourite, it's, it's, it's a bit of a t- torn one. It's, it's either between um, Arkham Asylum or, or Kingdom Come, which... They're, they're both great, but I think they're, they're for very different reasons. But I, both of them, if you're if you're making a comparison between both of them, they both have very striking uh, artistry in yeah. the pages, I'd say. And I will just just to be the the different person than not pick Arkham Asylum like most people do. I'll say Kingdom Come. And have you read Kingdom Come? No, I haven't. No. So it is about like the old heroes they're all they're all older so superman doesn't really he's not supermaning anymore he just works on the farm he doesn't really want to get involved in that stuff anymore works on a farm he worked he, yeah back in like clark back kent. in smallville back in smallville yeah like, like clark, kent. Yeah. clark kent yeah fucking him what are you talking about i don't know i said superman oh right so i thought you said batman i said superman oh, sorry. did i say batman I don't know. I'm pretty sure I said I, Superman. He's. I said he's not Supermaning anymore. Right. Fine. <laughs> fine. I definitely said Superman. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And so, Wonder Woman comes along because uh, there's this new age of hero, and they're not really the the same kind of iconic and and uh, supporting humans as much as they should be. They kind of think they're above above everyone and not really honouring human life like they should. So they feel like they should they, they should all come back and teach them how they should do things. But at the same time, uh, the there's this guy, this preacher, mm-hmm. right, who's being. It's almost like a bit like a uh, um, Christmas Carol. He's being shown visions of what's going to happen because there's going to be some sort of apocalypse going to happen. Right, and it's all very like psychological and beautiful, and the art is amazing. And it's just taken on this journey towards apocalypse and how he's gonna, how they're gonna fix it and solve it, and it's just wonderful. And it's almost displayed like, uh, like the art is almost like ladybird books. That's the only way really? I can describe it. Okay. It's really, it's really great. And I won't say any more because it's gonna spoil stuff. But it's really amazing. It's like masterpiece. Oh, so okay. good. Go on, your turn. Mine has to be uh, Batman and the Three Jokers. Ah yes, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it because Joker's one of my favourites. I yep. I loved this had the balance of Batman understanding how there could be say three Joker attacks at the same, simultaneously around mm-hmm. Gotham City, and then obviously you've got the three Jokers. One is the criminal, one is the clown, one is the comedian, mm-hmm. which is obviously where that whole mesh of story comes through. And I just think it's so well illustrated, so well done, and. It's another it's another thing that I would like to see on TV or film or something mm-hmm. like that. But you know, I'm a massive thing about the Joker and obviously um it it's just something that I think could be done mm. very well. At one point I really thought that in a in the DCEU mm-hmm. Batman Joker 
story that which version so with like uh ben affleck and jared leto yeah i really thought they were going to do some kind of three joker story when they brought like uh like the joker film with Joaquin phoenix yeah and the fact that jared leto was this young kind of hip looking yeah. joker and the fact that robin had was supposedly dead, dead. in the universe yeah. and that somehow Robin had been made into the new Joker and there was going to be more than one Joker in the universe. I really thought it was like That's a thing they were, quite... they were making. I mean, because it, been. Yeah, because it was like a different Joker we've ever seen before. Yeah, It just felt like, whoa, what? And why are they not explaining where Robin is? And and, and there's a spray paint saying, ha, 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 ha on his suit. Yeah. And it's like, what is that? So there's Joker related to the Robin. And I, really... I remember when that I first watched that. Mm. The, I, I think that was on the trailer. I think mm. that specific scene with the yeah. ha 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 sprayed onto um, mm-hmm. his suit, and I was like, "Ooh, what does this mean?" Yeah, like I was like, but it just didn't really accumulate no, to anything. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was, had all these theories in my head, like, yeah. "Well, we're get, it's going to come back one day." But you never know. I mean, that could have the been what they projected to do, but obviously mm. now never got there. New pair of hands and. Mm. We'll never see it again. We'll never see it again. It will never go back to that no, again. never, never. <laughs> Just like we'll never see Nicolas Cage as Superman. No. We got <laughs> we it. We have. We have. We have, but not a not full really. film. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks, Sean. Great question. There's your answer. Thank you, Sean. And uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. And you get to look forward to Batman Begins next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everyone. Bye. See you later. Bye.